everybody. Welcome back to the Active Dads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel, and with me is the other host, host number two, and y'all, John. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it, but you always say welcome back to the podcast, like we just left from a commercial break. No, it's welcome back because this is a new podcast, new episode. Maybe you should say welcome to today's podcast versus welcome back. You know what? <laughs> Next time you can do the intro since I mess it up in some way every time. All right. So uh, we've kind of touched on this subject a lot over the past couple episodes. And one of the big reasons for that is it's one thing that's very important to John and myself. I mean, obviously, we all want to be you know, the best us that we possibly can. We all want to be the best athlete. We want to be in as good a shape as possible. But for uh, me and John, it's also about what kind of athlete and what kind of human being are we going to be when we get older. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite examples is always Chuck Norris. I mean, oh, Chuck yeah. Norris is, was, and always will be the man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got more black belts than... You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple martial artists with more black belts than him, but he's got more legit black belts than anybody I know in every discipline you can imagine. Right. The man ran the total gym, um, what, like infomercials oh, for God, like yeah. 10 years. I had one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Dude just looks absolutely amazing and he can still move. Yeah. You know, I don't know if um, a lot of people know that, but he still spars and is very competent in his karate gyms that he has, you know, all around the country. Right. I know that he's still very active in jiu-jitsu. I know that he's still carrying rank in jiu-jitsu, and it's just great. I mean, it's awesome to see somebody of his age, especially when you look at, you know, the action movies he did in the early 80s. You can say what you want to about actors. Back in the 80s, those stunts were insane. They didn't have the CGI that we had now. They got thrown off a building. They literally got thrown off a building. And Chuck Norris was one of the people who kind of saved his stuntman yeah. And done a lot of the stunts itself, you know. Yeah, look you at gotta learn how to land. Yeah, and look at Walker takes range. You imagine throwing five thousand head kicks every month in jeans yeah. and cowboy boots. Yeah. By the way, I <laughs> totally watched the first episode of the reboot. Oh, I got to hear about this. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. What do you think? I there was, I don't know yet. Oh, we'll see. Okay. Episode two, I hope it's a lot better. Well, so I read a little bit about what the episode was on. Apparently, like. They gave Walker a drinking problem. And gave him a like drinking a, problem and an absent dad problem and a dead wife problem. And, yeah, see, and like, like you can't make him uh, tear in my beer. And hero. oh, and and the and the big one, the top it all, mm-hmm. the big one, the top it all, and you'll you'll understand it. Anger problem. No. Yes. That's ridiculous. No, that's like, not Walker. No self control problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, well, I mean, so violent. so is he on the reservation in this? No, no, no reservation. See, I figured his entire, I know he's not a child in this. He's probably like, what, early 20s, mid 20s, something like that? No. I figured he'd still have a very heavy Native American. He's probably mid 30s. Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. See, I thought it was like young Walker. I didn't know it was like, okay. It's like a reboot, reboot. Like he's a. Oh, a true reboot. He's the legend. You know, everybody refers to him as the legend in the the show. That's ridiculous. And they replace his partner. Trevet? Trevet. Oh, so he does have Trevet or he doesn't? No, 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 no. He has a partner. But it's, it's just, not Trevet. It's no, it's a it's a it's a it's a female. Um um uh God, I'm trying to remember her name now. Uh, what was it? I remember Gage was the young like protege he brought yeah. up. I can't remember the girl's name though. Oh my goodness. Well I guess there is a I But Trevet I don't think uh, Trevet was his name though. It was his it was his partner who Got a promotion, yada yada yada. So basically, same storyline, just a different story character. Line, different character. Okay, I'm having to think back a minute. Cause I know Gage and oh my god, I can't remember her name. That kills me. I, I just watched all of them like two years ago. Yeah. But they came in in like season three or four. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it this might have to like, get rolling before they yeah. pull it in. Man. It's yeah. gonna really have to get rolling. <laughs> I hope so anyway. All right, but anyways, uh, back to what we were talking about. So anytime you talk about longevity, um, a term that comes up a lot are the boy zones, and I know I use that term a lot and it's because those are the zones to where people have the lowest instance of chronic disease the lowest instance of you know any type of medical intervention medicinal intervention mm-hmm. you know they know blood pressure meds all that stuff and it's the zone to where people are living the longest usually it's the most amount of centurions which are people who live past a century over 100 years old a couple of the examples that are thrown out there a lot are costa rica 
Um, they're a big organization, or not organization, but they're a big area for that. Um, Italy, Japan, Greece, places like that. There are a couple small communities in the USA that are recognized, but they kind of have their own thing going on about it. But basically, what does a person do to live to 100? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, looking past incident, car wreck, stuff like that, they kind of got lucky in those respects. But a lot of the times, it's, you know, people who have just watched after their health, whether it's on purpose or inadvertently. You know, I'm sure you've heard that news story. I think it was in Mortenton, like, eight or nine years ago of the dude who lived to 106 or 107 yeah. and he was talking about how he smoked and yeah. drank almost every day you know? yeah. and he just kind of had the genes to push on that long yeah there was there's that show on um that netflix um zach efron um oh yeah it was, i heard it was down good down i haven't down watched to earth and, i think so it we sat down and, and watched the first episode and we were hooked i mean it's really 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 good and there was one episode, well, there's a lot of episodes based on that because it's all based on, like, you know, healthy eating, alternative, mm-hmm. you know, what's good for the planet. Um, but there was a really, really good one on this um, little village in Italy mm-hmm. where, you know, they've traced back, like, you know, all the DNA and the genes of trying to figure out why all these people seem to live to be, you know, up well into their hundreds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they they interview some of the folks that are older. I mean, and, they're, and they, they look at their cognitive functions and how well they still function in their you know at 102 um you know which there's definitely some issues with like memory loss and things like that oh, of course but they're know. still yeah. but they still function well yeah um there was they, they interview a guy and they kind of walk with him and his whole big thing is i get out and walk every day i walk a lot every day but he walks to the bar one of his biggest things i walk to the bar and drink wine um so his his thing is drink lots of wine but then they also look at their diet and i mean and they're they're very, very carbohydrate heavy mm-hmm. um, on their diets. Of course, it's you know Italy, so yeah. but they eat a lot of pastas and, and things like that. But it's all they make all that stuff there. It's all you know, it's all handmade, it's, not it's homegrown, commercialized stuff. food and, and crappy foods. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was a really, really interesting episode. Um, yeah. So one thing you'll find in common with all of them, since we're talking about um, diet, we'll go ahead and get that section out of the way. One of the big things is they're non-GMO foods yeah, yeah. now i'm not saying you know like costa rica it's it's not like hawaii you can still get gmo foods there oh, but yeah. within these certain populations yeah. you're not going to see a lot of gmo foods right and another thing too is so a lot of these places are very big into fasting mm-hmm. but the biggest thing that change or the biggest differentiator is going to be the fact that they eat when they're satiated yeah. they don't or they eat till they're satiated excuse right. me they don't fill up. They don't gorge themselves. A lot of them um, talk about this like 80-20 rule. Yeah. So you eat to where you're 80% full, and then you go from there. So mm-hmm. that forces them to be in a caloric deficit. Yep. And caloric deficits are always good. Your body cannot heal itself and recover properly when it's digesting food. Yeah. And you know, you'll hear a lot of fitness guys kind of say stuff about that. Oh, you need your protein to recover all that stuff those are for different goals we're talking about just longevity here oh yeah so a big part of being active whenever you're older is mitochondria you know everybody remembers that whole mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell all that fun stuff but mitochondria is built whenever your growth hormones up your growth hormone spikes up whenever you're fasting or whenever you're asleep so the big thing about that is you want to build up not only the quality of mitochondria and the strength of the mitochondria, but the number as well. Yeah. And there are some training tactics you can use to give yourself more mitochondria and to kind of work the mitochondria in the cells. But overall, a lot of it is just not flooding it with crap food. Yeah. You know, whenever you eat good, you feel good. Mm-hmm. Every single one of my clients talk to me whenever I have them change their diet. You know, we start out with small increments and then we make big changes over the course of time they're with me. Yeah. And every single time they talk about how great they feel. Yep. Then they go on a vacation or a holiday comes up and then they come back in dragging ass. Like, I feel terrible. I'm like, well, what'd you eat? Everything. Like, yeah. Do you see a correlation and that's, between this? And that's really, really a good thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a bad thing, but it's a good thing because people don't so many people don't correlate feeling bad with what they eat they don't correlate with my swollen fingers or because i ate pizza last night when as like i know if you know i'm clean all week and i go and eat pizza the next morning when my fingers are swollen my joints are stiff 
I know exactly why. You know, and a lot of people don't correlate that until they they set they reset their palates, and then they go off the rails and they go, "Oh my God, my knees, my my joint, my back, it all all of a sudden." Yeah. Well, but with a lot of people, it isn't about they don't correlate it. It's that they have no idea what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? So like they don't know what it's like to feel like a nine or a ten when you wake up because right. they've felt like a six every Absolutely. single morning their yeah, entire yeah. life because they've mm-hmm. always had these habits. Yep. So one of the biggest things you can do to change your energy levels, your sleep patterns, the way you feel when you wake up in the morning, how your joints feel, is literally just to stay hydrated. Yeah. Like I think the last study I saw was eighty five percent of Americans are underhydrated. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying like dehydrated, kidney shut down, anything, but just underhydrated. Yeah. So you're constantly dealing with inflammation. You're constantly dealing with a sluggish metabolic process. You're not going to feel that great. I actually saw, and now that you mentioned that, I saw a, a, one of our mutual friends on Facebook who just mentioned how you know, he wasn't big on like, you know, staying really hydrated throughout yeah. the day, and he had back issues. But now that he's putting you know minimum a gallon in a day, his back issues disappeared, and he yeah. didn't realize that his back issues had really disappeared until. And and put the two put two and two together. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, well, you know, yeah. I'm hydrated. My back feels great. Huh? Maybe I should keep doing. Maybe this. I should keep doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just those small dietary changes mean a lot. Yeah. For me, whenever I'm just completely wrecked, you know, usually by like Thursday or Friday is when like all the training sessions between resistance training, my conditioning, and my jujitsu start stacking up. So I know on Thursday, I always plan to have a big salad. Yeah. Just try to get a ton of antioxidants, ton of greens mm-hmm. in me. Honestly, I need to start doing one of those green yeah, drinks. Super, straight, super greens. Super greens. Yeah. I need to start doing that daily. I just don't. I mean, that's one, I don't either. one I lack should. part in my system. Yeah, so with diets, um, also a lot of them are on the Mediterranean diet. Yeah. Actually, if you look at where they're spaced, it's usually places yeah. near the sea. They're eating a lot of fish, a lot of omega-3s, you know, obviously fresh vegetables, fresh fruit. A lot of them a lot of them claim or have been studied, and it says they are plant-based. Yeah. Keep in mind, plant-based is not vegan or vegetarian. Right. It just means that they're getting a lot of plants in. Yeah. So a lot of people get those confused. That's not synonymous. Yeah. So that means they still get lean meats. They still get fish. I'm sure they still have some red meat, some white meat, but they do get a lot of their calories from plants. Yeah, plants Nothing wrong and, with that. And, yeah. you know, talking about like um, Costa Rica, you know, plants and, um, you know, super, super foods, fruits and things like that. that are just, mm-hmm. they're of that area. Mm-hmm. Um there's another actually there's actually a good book um, i picked up um good lord now i gotta remember which one it was <sighs> yeah keep going while i try to remember oh you're good and one of the big things that surprised me was a lot of these areas also eat a lot of legumes yeah. which are known to increase inflammation yeah so that really didn't make too much sense to me i don't know if that's like a correlation causation type thing i don't know but that was one of the big things Whole grains, you know, nuts. Um, nuts are always good for healthy fats, a little bit of protein. You get some phytochemicals with that as well. <clears throat> oh, so, yeah, it was uh, um, Darren Olean. I know that name. What did I know? He, he's actually the co-host of that same show on Netflix with okay. uh, Zach Efron. But he's a, he's, a, he's a vegan, but he is big into superfoods. Um, okay. Know, uh, and, you know, that whole deal so he's yeah. got a good he's got a book out i haven't started on it yet um but that's my next my next book in the stack to read um and that's gonna be like game changers it's gonna be some <sighs> vegan propaganda i don't know i don't no, i don't know i've i know the name i think i, was, super, I might follow him on the book's uh, called Instagram. super life and it's the five simple fixes that will make you healthy fit and eternally awesome so his whole thing is he's very big on longevity and and those things and he talks a lot about mitochondria and and mm-hmm. all those things that we're talking about so okay. um he doesn't he doesn't he's not one of those that pushes you one know percent plant-based yeah. um one way or another but you know i'm kind of interested in seeing some of that yeah well so even in the 
like the circles I follow, which are obviously not vegan or vegetarian or anything like that. But there's been a couple guys that have come out, and I think Mark Sisson kind of got started with the whole Meatless Mondays yeah. thing, just giving your gut time yeah. to heal because, you know, I mean, it takes your body a long time to break meat down. Yeah. You got that old, like, myth of John Wayne died with, like, six pounds of rotten meat in his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Which, knowing him and knowing that time, that's not, you know, a far stretch probably. But one of the big things about it was just giving your gut time to burn everything off that's in there. So I could see that. I haven't started that, but I've been meaning to try it. You yeah. know, run it for six weeks, see if I see a big change in the way I feel or the way my performance is, the way yeah. my recovery is, just see if I see any noticeable changes. But the only problem with that is every time I change a diet, I try to run it for six weeks solid. Yeah. So with that, I would have to like get back on a structured diet, which I'm not doing currently. I'm just yeah. kind of watching meal by meal. I'm not tracking anything. I'm not kind of following I'm anything. Right yeah. With, with the, our training calendar right now, like I'm trying to, I mean, for the most part, I'm probably like, I don't know, 90, 85%, 90% dialed in. Mm. But it's just like the output is so much. I'm like allowing myself some extra calories and things that <clears throat> I normally wouldn't because we're just killing it right now. So Yeah. Well, see, that's like me with – you know, my goal currently is to put on about five pounds of lean muscle mass for next summer. So literally as long as I'm in a caloric surplus yeah. and it's not shit calories, yeah. I'm good to go. So I mean, as long as I'm not eating cookies or Oreos, ice cream, any of that stuff, yeah. I'm still sticking to natural foods. You know, my breakfast is normally six eggs, salt and pepper with half an avocado. Yeah. And then it just goes from there. I got stew beef. I got six steaks in the fridge, I had, bag salad. I had a pop tart Saturday. That's pretty good. I was lie, man. I, I haven't had miss. a blueberry pop tart in like twenty years. No. It was fantastic. Brown sugar cinnamon, my friend. Ugh. Oh, absolutely. Uh, s'mores. Brown sugar cinnamon pop tart with a cup of coffee is amazing. I can't do I don't brown care cinnamon. What you're Springs oh. back terrible memories. I don't know. Dude, it's awesome. S'mores? I don't know what happened to you when you were. S'mores and coffee? S'mores pop tart and coffee? Yeah. I Chocolate's probably my favorite, but strawberry and blueberry are my second. Oh. Mine are brown sugar cinnamon, my friend. It's always good. All right. So we got that fasting. You know, um, a lot of the blue zones are actually really heavy in religious practice, though they are various religious practices. Most of them, you know, kind of like, um, what am I trying to think of? Like Muslim, stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of times around their religious celebrations will yeah. do fasting <laughs> for certain periods. So yeah. they work fasting in, even though they're not structuring it into their daily diet, it's just a part of their religion. So it's just one of the, what do you call it? observations yeah. that they do is that yeah. the correct term pretty um, much yeah so a lot of fasting comes from that even though it's not you know a weekly or a monthly timed fast it still revolves around their um religious calendar and yeah much like every other one it's kind of spread out throughout the year you know it ain't yeah. like one month here's all of our celebrations and then it's just gone i mean i kind of do the same way like right. i i kind of plan mine around thanksgiving christmas Easter family get-togethers, you know. I'll mm. fast like, oh, I'm super fasting because tomorrow I'm thrown down. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I've done that for a long time, too, especially whenever we go out to my grandma's in Kayser because mm. everything's fried, everything's grease, yeah, everything's breaded. So I just won't eat the day before, and then I'll eat that one thing, fast the rest of that day, and then have a good breakfast yep. the day after. And get back on track. Yeah, man. You just you got to give your body. Well, same thing as Meatless Mondays. You got to give your body time to process that oh, and yeah. get it out. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, because so. it's, it's definitely like after a after a throwdown weekend, like mm-hmm. on your uh, fast Monday, it's like, man, you will wear a goat path to the to the oh, bathroom. Yeah. It's like, what number are you on? Yep. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not a good thing, that's for sure. But like I said, every now and then it's needed, you yeah, know, just for sure. you're eating for mental health as yeah. well, you know, so you can't stay strict all the time. Um, another one, uh, a lot of these places are very heavy on sleep patterns. You know, they yeah. stay within the, oh, what's it called? Circadian rhythm. Yes. Big word. I can never say that. Yeah. Yes. Cicada <laughs> rhythm. Cicada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, um, they'll do the little midday siestas as yeah. well. You know, I try the, that, but yeah. Whenever I worked at Euro Leather, um, the owner over there was Italian by way of Brussels. So his family was Italian, but they moved Sprouts. to Brussels. Basically, yeah. I'm, 
that would be a good term for him. That's not what they're already called. Yeah. Sprouts, people <laughs> from Brussels. Yeah. yeah. But he was talking to or you know, I had many conversations with him. We were very good friends whenever I worked there. But he was talking to me about how Americans had it backwards. He said, you think napping during the middle of the day is not productive, but you're okay with being 40% productive while you're clocked in. Oh, yeah. He said, I don't understand that. Yeah. You know, we would be very productive and they would go home, you know, for their lunch, they would get two and a half to three hours break. Mm. And so we go home, we make some love, we take a nap, we come back to work. And we work uh, three days a week. Hmm? And then we work three days a week. Well, I mean, they didn't. They yeah. were in production. Some of those so, folks, you know, I mean, I mean, in those countries, I mean, they're, they're, their quality of life is more important than, so, you know, and, and then their work day. Yeah. yeah, so they work literally three to four days a week, whereas yeah. we're like, we're not working six days, five, six days a week. I'll tell you, you're lazy, man. You're lazy. I'm yeah. like, so <laughs> my- work, our, work our life away. Okay, it makes sense. That's, I mean, that's how a lot of people say it, and I'm guilty of that as well. Honestly, I, I feel like if I'm that way. yeah, if I'm sitting still, like I'm being lazy. Yeah. There's yeah. something I could be doing yeah. as productive. Like I remember, it popped up on my Facebook feed a while back. I think six years ago, I went full time here about six, six and a half years ago, something like that. Yeah. But anyways, I shared this meme that said, "Oh, you work forty hours a week." I remember my first part time job. Yeah, and oh, you yeah. know, it was kind of uh, like knock at people who only put in their 40 and went home but since then and back then man i was cool with working 80 85 hours i didn't care i wanted as many clients as possible i didn't have a happy number like we talked about on the other podcast i just as much as i can get done let's do that yeah if i didn't walk in and collapse then yeah i was saying something wrong yeah you know yeah and since then i'm like that's i mean money's cool but money ain't everything you know especially since having my son I've just I've tried to cut it down. I've tried limiting my hours yeah. at the gym so I can be home as much as possible. You know, um, not to get too much into my past yet. I say yet. We have a couple guests coming on to where we're going to dig deep into some suppressed issues. I'll be sick that day. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I grew up with an absent father, so I want to make sure that my son doesn't grow up with that. Yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. So I just want to. Um, I want to be there for him as much as possible, but you know, like all dads, I want to make sure that I can provide for my family as well. Oh yeah. I so mean, just trying to find that balance is tough sometimes, especially it, if you're in a very demanding job, like me and you both are. It is. And the thing about, and even if you are there, you're going to question whether you were there because it goes so friggin' fast. Like I have this year, well, this this past year and this year have been really tough for me um uh, as far as like just just realizing i mean i've never looked at people before and go damn they got old you know <laughs> yeah you know it, you always it's like I, I take my take my father-in-law for example i look at my father-in-law and he's just always looked like that guy you know mm-hmm. but then like for whatever reason this year i just looked at him i'm like my god i mean a lot of time is a lot has changed. A lot of mm-hmm. time has slipped away, and I don't know that I was prepared for that. Yeah, you know. And then I look at my kid, who's now you know six inches shorter than me, and I'm like, I wasn't ready for this. Like, where the hell did the time go, and what was I doing it the whole time? So you're, you're like constantly asking yourself, was I there? Was I did I do? Because it's because it's gone, yeah. you know. And it's you know my wife's constantly told me you know you were you were there for everything you were at everything I'm but I, I still question that because mm. there was I was always working you know it was easier for her because she you know was she get she has a summer off as a teacher and so they spent a lot more time together whereas we we never closed I mean was it twelve or eleven or twelve holidays a year yeah. you know we're off you know and then you're working the rest of the time well, that's it man like. Mm. I mean, dude, my son turns one February 12th, and yeah. it literally seems like yesterday we brought him home, yeah. and I was a nervous wreck holding him, afraid I was going to break him, yeah. you know? But just watching him, he's, you know, I mean, he's one years old. He's literally yeah. tripled in size. Yeah. We brought, he was born at six pounds. I think we brought him home a little under six pounds because he spent a couple weeks in ICU, or the NICU, excuse me. And now he's pushing 24. Yeah. Like he's what quadrupled 
in size completely since we brought him home. And, like, he's got seven teeth now. When I couldn't even tell you when the first one popped in separate from the second or third one. No, I mean, it just flies by so quick. And you just watch him – you know, he's got his own little personality now. Like, he has his own facial expressions. He don't have to talk. Like, you can look at his face and see exactly what he's thinking, which yeah. is just – it's wild, man. It really see, is. And, and now, so, you got that feeling. But then, for me, at the same time, you know, our kid, he turns 13 this year. So, he's he's already into that teenage mode of I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. If You might not see me for 90% of Saturday because I'm doing my own thing. I'm up yeah. in my room doing my thing. You know, we still try to have, you know, family watch family movies and stuff. Oh, but then it feels like you're forcing them. But then it feels like you're forcing them or, you know. <laughs> yeah. we, so. I remember being 13. Yeah, yeah. So now you're like, uh, now now I'm just going, whoa, wait a damn minute. I'm already at this point, like, holy crap. I'm already worried about, like, what it's going to be like in another two years when it's just me and my wife staring at each other. Oh, yeah. You know? You're taking him driver's ed, then yeah. that permit, then that driver's license, then you ain't going to see him until he yeah. needs gas money. And I'm like, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I just, I didn't think I would be here that fast. Yeah. And it's just been hard, like, just even trying to swallow that pill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I completely understand. I mean, I'm like, do I start looking for a burial plot? Do we need to start purchasing plots? I mean... <laughs> make sure your life insurance policy is good (laughs) all right um so back on the blue zone discussion another one like you mentioned earlier to where a lot of people have exercise built into their daily lives you know they do a lot outside Mm -hmm. they get plenty of sunlight they're going picking their own vegetables fishing for their own fish all of that they're a lot more in tune with the process of being with nature basically Mm -hmm. You know, and there's some people like the Tibetan monks and all that that are one with nature, do the grounding exercises, all that stuff. But a lot of those areas, you know, in Costa Rica, Italy, obviously they're outside doing a lot of things, especially in the smaller yeah. villages. That's, and you got to watch that show because I keep going back to it, but it yeah. just talks about this stuff so much. But there's an episode about Costa Rica, and mm-hmm. basically they go to this village in Costa Rica, and basically what these people do, the people that all live in a village, their work is is preparing and and collecting and harvesting food. That's yeah. what they do. They meet Hunter up. Gathers. They all yeah. meet up every morning, and they cook this huge. And I mean, I'm sitting there watching, like, going, "Oh my god!" I mean, my stomach's growling the whole time because the stuff they're cooking up is just fabulous. I mean, it's just a smorgasbord, and it's of just this awesome looking food. Yeah. So they all eat together. They and they all get full. And then they all, after they leave, they say a few words, and then they all go to their jobs. So you may be, your job may be collecting bananas today. Your job may be harvesting, you know, mangoes today. They all have their own little jobs, and that that's all they do. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't punch a clock. They don't go to the office. And I mean, these people look like me and you. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean. The village folk, you know. I mean, I don't are, like being referred to a as lot, the village. Folk, I mean, a lot of these, the a lot of these, a lot of these people aren't from Costa Rica. They moved to Costa Rica because they were looking for that kind of yeah. lifestyle, and they've adopted it. And they love it. And yeah. I'm sitting here like, what are we doing? Like, we're doing it wrong. Is what we're absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're they're all happy. They're all smiling. They're all not a single one of them was you know. Uh, obese or crazy overweight or anything and i mean and they're eating bananas and mangoes and garlic sugar and, yeah and, you know oh, yeah. Um, but that's one thing that people don't understand either and that's one thing they don't talk about because you can't really can't really quantitate it right you know people who live low stress lives live longer yeah you know that's just a part of life and like i said it doesn't come up whenever you start reading about blue zones i'm sure in the yeah. tv show it showed it yeah. but you can't really talk about like oh these people live low stress lifestyles because you can't really put a number on that oh yeah you know what i mean like how happy are you their stress is different than our stress exactly different yeah. Than their stress yeah i mean yeah. if you're in costa rica you know tornadoes blowing through once a month that's pretty stressful or we might get eaten by but, this or eaten by that or yeah you know. i know yeah but that's one thing about it is just eliminating life stress, man. That's one mission that I've been on over the past, I don't know, what am I, 33? Since 23, for 10 years now. Yeah. It's just eliminating stress, you know. And a lot of the stress that people put on or that are put on people, they put on themselves. Oh, yeah. Whether it's keeping up with the Joneses or 
being the best at this job or trying to make this job more cushy or getting more money or have fancier car or all that stuff. A lot of that stress, it's just crazy. Yeah. It is. I mean, I hate to tell you, but buying a new car is going to make you happy for about a week until the oh, new yeah. wears off. Yeah. And then it's worth 60% what you paid for it. Oh, yeah. And then going right back to where you were, trying to find that brand new thing. You know, uh, oh, what's the term? That, ah, buying stuff to get retail therapy. Yeah. That retail therapy. You know, oh, I got this new hoodie. And yeah. you wear it one time. You're like, oh, yeah, it just goes in the bag with the rest of the hoodies. You know, or it goes in the closet with the rest of the hoodies. But that's the thing is everybody kind of chases that feeling. Yeah. You know, you get a new pair of shoes. Oh, hey, I like those shoes. You know, people are like commenting or complimenting you and commenting on whatever new article you got. But after that, the news gone and they're just another pair. Or it's just another item, yeah. another car, another whatever you want, you know. And don't get me wrong, we talked about um, kind of the tools of the trade and what we buy for our sports. So those are a little different. Like when you get a new bike. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the new doesn't wear off. It's still an amazing machine mm -hmm. that you're more capable of doing what you love to do. Yeah. So that's something you use. You know, like with me, with buying a new gun or a new bow, crossbow, whatever, I can always target practice with it. I can always hunt with it. It's oh, something, yeah. it's a tool more than it is just a fun product. Yeah, I have like like necessities. Necessities are the things that I'm willing to spend money on because they're things yeah. that actually make me happy i could care less anybody else but that's exactly guns yeah. you know fishing stuff mm. running gear cycling gear vinyl um because mm. it's all stuff that i enjoy yeah um, it isn't but, something to bring you to a higher social status yeah, yeah, basically no, no, i could really i mean and that's i guess because i'm pretty much an anti-social anyway yeah <laughs> i don't really care um and it's you know most of the people in my circle kind of enjoy the same things anyway so yeah and uh so that's one of the things that they were talking about in the blue zones too is strong social connections mm -hmm. but whenever you talk about strong social connections they talk about strong relationships you right. know not just a lot of acquaintances yeah people yeah, think same. social connections are more like hey what can you do for me you know making yeah. connections that's more of like a business thing than a social thing it's actually a good quote it made me think about relationships and I kind of checked them all off, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and it was, it was actually very good because it said you can judge the quality of a relationship by the pro productivity of its conflicts. Oh, damn. I like that. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Um, productivity it's, of its conflicts. So it ain't about winning or losing. It's about right. coming to a productive outcome. That is, a, I, that's an excellent quote. I like that. Yeah. It's like friends keeping friends in check. Yeah. You know, like, like I get my head gets crazy sometimes and you know, it's, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I said something and it kind of, I think it may have, I think it offended Sean and he mm -hmm. pretty much put me in my place. And yeah. so I evaluated that. Is it really an issue? And I thought, well, maybe it is. So I'll try this different, you yeah. know? And so it's, you know, I got you. Yeah. Uh, so one thing came up um, with that, um, this is probably probably about a year ago. Or so me and uh, my Jesus instructor Beber, we were at one of our mutual friends' houses. You know, I'm just kind of hanging out, you know, just shooting shit, all that stuff. And something came up to where Beber had to leave abruptly. You know, I mean, it's nothing major, yeah. no type of emergency, but just something came up. And I was parked behind him. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's getting kind of late. I'm probably gonna head out too. And our friend texts me the next day. Is like, did I say something to offend y'all or? And I was messaging back. It's like, no, no, no. It was literally just, you know, it was already getting laid. I already had like four beers in me. I normally don't like to drive after that. I know yeah. if I hung out, there was going to be many more yeah. after that because we were in a great conversation. I was like, yeah, I need to back my car out. So I was just going to let him out. And it's probably a good time for me to go before I yeah. got too drunk and I'd had to call the wife. He's like, okay, I just wanted to make sure. I was like, and to be honest with you, I don't think there's anything you could say to offend either one of us yeah. to where, you know, I mean, we know that everything you say is coming from a positive place. If right. not a positive place towards somebody, then a positive place towards us. Right. You know, I would never think that this person, and I won't say his name, but I'd never think that this person would ever have anything negative to say about us or nev never anything so out of the way to where right. you'd be like, wow, yeah, man, we're, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. That's not cool, you know? Because we know him on such personal level. And same thing with me and you or with me and Beber. Yeah. 
there's really no argument we would get into oh, yeah. to where like me and Beber have been trying to kill each other in jujitsu for probably going on 10 years now. Yeah. And we fought maybe a handful of times, but we've always talked like the next day. Yeah. You know, I've never been mad at him to where I was like, screw it. I'm never talking to yeah. this guy again, you know? And I mean, yeah. we've been mad over some serious stuff, but it's never been like a, Hey man, I'm done with you. Type of mad. It's always been like a man. That's messed up. I really don't like that. Yeah, you know. And, and then we get over it. It's and it's like the value of, it's like that whole internal value system. Like, I don't. Like I said, my circle is pretty small. I yeah. mean, and so all the people in the in that circle are like that. I mean, they're the people I have that kind of relationship with. Yeah. Where, you know, it's it's good for the both of us. There's never there's never going to be anything that's going to cause that to go away or cause that to end I guess that yeah. friendship to end and it's one of those where we might not even see each other for two months or sometimes even a year but yet we a year later we pick up right where we left off Yeah. and so I've always kind of looked at and those are the people that I kind of keep in there I'm like I'm not one of those people that's just always looking to make new friends you know exactly um, like I mean Facebook and those things I mean like I follow people and but again most 95% of the people, I'd even say 97 or 98% of the people yeah. that I'm on Facebook with are acquaintances yeah. and people that I know of. Right. You know what I mean? My actual group of friends is very small and it's literally to the point to where I know who I am. Like I was a old ornery bastard in my early 20s, yeah. already set in my ways and I'm not changing. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why me and my wife like get together get together so much yeah. or get together so much get along get along so much is because i was already set in my ways it wasn't like oh we're first met i'm this guy and then we're dating i'm this guy yeah. now we're married i'm this guy no i was the same person yeah i was like look this is it if you want in come on in if yeah. you don't don't waste either one of our times yeah you know i was just very set in my ways at a young age so with that it also came with friends being the same way yeah it's like look this is me you don't like it cool like have fun. I don't need more friends. I've oh, got yeah. plenty of them already. Yeah. You know, so anybody that is in my life, in the friendship of my life and not the acquaintanceship, like they're there for a reason. Yeah. We fight. We come to, you know, a solution like yeah. you were talking about. Like it needs to be productive. Mm -hmm. If it's not productive, then I'm just done. Yeah. Like if you just want to fight to fight, yeah. cool. I can go away. If you're pissed off at me because you're venting on something else, now let's talk about that. You're not really pissed at me. Yeah. You know, I very rarely do anything to piss anybody off. I stay out of grown folks business. That's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. <laughs> so with me staying out of grown folks business, I really have a tendency to never piss anybody off. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So if you're pissed off at me, something's wrong with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds like a narcissistic way of putting it, but I really just stay out of people's business to the point to where yeah. I don't see how I could piss somebody off. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't really get, I don't really get pissed very often. I'm, mm. To most people, like if even if they think I am, I'm just like, eh, I'm not, just, yeah. just not, not engaging in exactly useless yeah. crap, you know, yeah. conversation and or argument. I just hate to fight. Yeah, there is no reason to fight. Yeah, you know, I if I have a friend, younger, so, yeah, you know, you know me and. Uh, so my best friend from high school, also my best man at the wedding when me and my wife got married, we had a huge falling out not too long ago. You know, I haven't talked to him since. I yeah. wish him well. I wish him the best. I hope he has a very fruitful and engaging life. I just want no further part of it. Yeah. And I hate that it came to that, but there were just some things that happened between me and him that not only could I not forgive, but I don't care to move past. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying... One was right, one was wrong. There was just some things that happened that I did not agree with, and he had a huge issue with it. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I wish you the best, but there's no need for us to have any further contact. And it yeah. hurt, you know. I mean, he was a close friend, yeah. But I know that I got more out of my life by just cutting him out of. It, yeah, you know. Yeah, we went through that. Me and Missy went through that. My only and Sully went through that right after he was born. Um, we just had a big falling out with my folks. Yeah, um, and. You know, there was just a lot of past history that I hadn't dealt with completely that I needed to deal with. And, you know, here I am, father of a newborn, 
if there's a better any better time to get your together it's now <laughs> yeah um and you know it it ended up i just said look I'm like this is not working for me y'all need to figure your stuff out i need to have some time to figure my stuff out i got too too big a responsibility now to keep dragging this around mm-hmm. um i'm sorry yeah and it literally five years that i didn't have any contact with my mom my dad my brother my sister my grandmother my aunts my uncles cousins yeah. none of them um and five years later you know i showed up at my dad's 50th birthday party and we've been good ever since but it was a perfect time for us to just for them to get their stuff handled for me to get me to get me where i needed to be um to be a good dad and a better husband because i was lacking uh, and i didn't realize it um but yeah i mean sometimes you just have to cut that stuff out and but but it led to a way better relationship now yeah so I mean, you know, we hang out and have a good time now, and 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 I want to be around my folks, and I want them to be hanging around with us. So yeah. you know, it's a completely different relationship. But it did take some just, hey, time out. Yeah, you know. No, I so. completely understand. And you know, it is true that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. But sometimes, man, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's whatever, yeah. the best thing to do is just cut it out. Yep. See how the situation changes after that. Yep. You know what I mean? I just, like I said, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, so I mean, you have to do what is best for you, what is best for your immediate family. And stress and personal yeah, stress. stress. And, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, sometimes, like, like I. Luckily, I'm not that way, but I know many people whose main source of stress is their immediate family. Yeah. You know, and I hate to say that, you know, the whole thing, blood's thicker than water, but at the same time, you really have to do what is best for you and what is best for, you know, your child. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously not everybody's married. Some people have children without being married. So you always want to look at what's best for them and what is going to put the least amount of stress on them. Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is create another you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> at least I completely where agree. I, where I was at at that point in time. Yeah. I did not want to be. I, want, I did not want my kid to be that version of me. Because yeah. that version of me was was. I, I mean, I'm better now. I still have mm. some issues. I still have some anxieties and and some issues like that. Yeah. But where I was at then, my kid would be a basket case now. Oh yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, with that, another part of that with the strong social connections is to having a purpose. You know, I mean, your, your purpose can be anything. It really can. I mean, whether it's a hobby, whether it's, you know, taking care of a loved one, like a child, something like that, man, that's a huge thing. You always hear, you know, people die when they retire because they sit on their butt, they watch TV, they lose their purpose. Working gives people purpose. It does. I saw that um, very strongly in my mother. So my mother actually retired to watch Raylan full time. Yeah. So she was 67 years old. She was the supervisor at a uh, local furniture company over the sewing department. Absolutely loved it, you know, but, you know, 67 years old, sometimes whenever market rush came in, that's wanting her to work 50, 55 hours a week. And that's pretty rough on her. Yeah. But she loved doing that. She had been a seamstress her entire life. And she knew what she was doing. She was very good at it. So she just kept doing that. As soon as I told her that me and my wife were pregnant, she said, I don't know what y'all want to do for childcare, but I would absolutely love to go ahead and retire and be able to watch him full time. Yeah. So my mom's grandkids are her entire purpose. Yeah. She's told me that on many occasions. You know, my niece, um, or my niece, my sisters both have children as well. Yeah. So for mom, her grandkids are her life. I mean, she absolutely loves it. Every time they walk to a room, you just see, like, she just gets completely fulfilled yeah. right then. And that's the way my mother-in-law was because she had always had, like, an in-home child care at her house. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so she basically, with most of the, well, all the grandkids, mm-hmm. um, they basically, pre before preschool, man, they were, as babies, they stayed with her up until preschool. And yep. then, like, slowly we actually put him in preschool so you have that experience going into elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she actually pretty much raised and every one of her grand, of her grandkids, and that was, you know, that was her purpose. I mean, she, yeah. 
you know, now they're, her and my father-in-law are both retired, so their purpose is run around and eat at every different restaurant they can find. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, Nothing wrong with that either. And we, still, we, we do a lot together. I mean, we just went to, spent the weekend at the lake with them and just played card games and board games and just spent time together. Yeah. You know, no, no Wi-Fi, no cell service hardly, no internet, you know, none of that stuff. Mm. Just quality time. Yeah, and that's extremely important too. That's uh, one of the things that my family does is every year we go down to Hilton Head. Yeah. Usually the first week in August we'll go down there and we'll just rent a big house and all of us will stay there. Yeah. I mean, me, my mom, my sisters, you know, their families, there'll be like 16, yeah. 17 people in one house. But mom said, like, that is my time. Yeah. You know, whenever we go, we go as a family. We hang out as a family. We go to the beach as a family, the pool, everything. I want everybody to spend time with everybody else. Yeah. So, I mean, that's her big thing. And, and we used to do that, too. Yeah. And, I mean, that's extremely important. I mean, I don't talk to my sisters as much as I should, yeah. you know. But whenever we go down there, man, we just have a blast. Oh, yeah. You know, that many people in one house seems like you'll get sick of each other. We don't. It's yeah. absolutely just fun hanging out there you know the kids have like 10 people watching after them so you're not yeah. worried about just oh here you know take the kid yeah y'all go to the pool we're gonna sit in and watch some netflix you know just moving back and forth yeah we do that that's our big thing with my wife's family we we go every well, we do a lot of stuff throughout the year um i mean they have a pool my, so we we're usually at the pool every weekend anyway mm-hmm. but we go to the, our big thing now is we go to the outer banks every year um we get a big house and and we all go down and spend a week um, at, at the Outer Banks. And, yeah. you know, we most of the times we're doing stuff together, but then there's a couple times when the kids just hang out at the house and the adults go out their separate ways and do date nights and things like that. Okay. And um, Yeah, we usually stagger it. You know, one couple will go out one yeah. night and then different couple the next night while the kids are just staying home yeah. we'll go to the pool because we'll get a house that has a pool attached yeah. to it so and that's been my biggie i guess with like i talked about earlier about noticing you know how much how time's kind of slipped by you know is like so much trying to cram so much more quality time with with our folks yeah. you know that you know god who knows you know <laughs> how much time he got so yeah man, that's that's rough when i had a friend who messaged me today and his father passed away yeah and it's just dude it's tough you know i never met his dad i know um me and my friend we've been friends for probably going on five years now yeah. you know what i mean he's very close to me and it's just it's tough to see somebody go through that but at the same time you know you know i hate to bug people yeah. you know what i mean oh, like yeah. i let him know you know i was sorry for his loss if he needed anything to contact me i'd love to talk to him yeah. whenever he's ready you know, but you don't really want to bug somebody yeah, during that time. Yeah. So, but man, it's just, it's tough. You know, I, I can't even imagine going through that situation. I really yeah. can't. I start, you know, now, like I said, it's just all that crap at once. Because now you're thinking about it and now you're going, God, you know, we're kind of starting yeah. to hit that borderline where, well, I think they're healthy, but. Exactly. Well, I mean, they're kind of, that's that one thing about. Point, where it's you know yeah i mean we try not to talk about covid that much on this podcast because everybody else is but dude there was a 41 year old congressman yeah down in what arizona yeah that got it and died otherwise healthy you know i don't know obviously i don't know his medical background whether he had some underlying conditions or not yeah but from all the news reports very healthy yeah 41 years old there's been a couple athletes get it and it's just shut them down entirely yep you know so with this virus you never really can tell you just try to keep everybody safe you know follow the safety protocol that you think is fit for your own health and go that and way and some of those folks are honoring and they're like well, i'm 75 76 years old it That's is what scary, it is man. that and the people who are like the anti-maskers that have you know older yeah. family members yeah. in their life you're like that's kind of rough to watch you yeah know? Like, I, under, I understand you want your rights but at the same yeah. time you really need to protect the older people in your life yeah like i got it when we were at that point where oh it's just a hoax yeah because there was that little point in time where you're like eh, eh. well but now we're beyond that i was about to say in the beginning it was that. overblown right you know they were comparing it to the spanish flu oh, and yeah. 
the Black Death and all this other stuff. And we realize it isn't that bad. Right. But at the same time, it's still pretty rough for a large majority of the population. 400,000 last week, I think, or two weeks ago was the yeah. count, the average or the count so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so. and I've, I've always struggled with looking at people as numbers anyway. Yeah. Like, so that's why I, well, you know, I don't ever talk about it a whole lot because I yeah. just I can't look at my neighbor, even if I don't know him, as a, as a number, you know? No. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. You know, one death's a tragedy. Yeah. One million's a statistic. Yeah. So, I mean, just, unfortunately, you get lost in those. I mean, the human mind can't wrap around yeah. those kind of numbers. You know, like, you say 400,000. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I know, like, a house is 400 grand. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you can't yeah. wrap your mind around those a room numbers. room 400,000 people in it. Just like, what's that yeah. look like? Exactly. But I see all these people, you know, especially on social media, which it's social media, it's crap anyway yeah. most of the time but i see so many people that are just spouting off shit and i'm like yeah it's real easy to say that because it's not your mom or it's not your dad mm-hmm. but when it is you're you go you ghost everybody you go quiet uh, yeah because it hit you it affected you yeah you're talking about one percent of the population well one yeah. percent of the population is a ton of people yeah. <laughs> a ton of people's moms yeah. i understand 99 percent is also a ton of people but still let's not get yeah. crazy here yeah yeah um so we got you know that um, alcohol intake, you touched on that before. It's usually like moderate alcohol intake, and everybody yeah. knows that. Drink in moderation. Yeah. Captain Morgan said so. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you never want to – I mean, substance abuse in general is going to lower your life expectancy. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. whether it's cheeseburgers, whether it's alcohol, tobacco, whatever, yeah. it's going to lower your life expectancy. There is a benefit to – you know, a glass of red wine here and there, a shot of liquor here and there. Oh, yeah. But everything in moderation. Everything. I mean, Al Bundy yeah. pointed out back in the 90s what your brain looked like on drugs. <laughs> Remember that one? It makes me sad that I know what you're referring <laughs> to. <laughs> yep. Guy, can, can you see the mental image of him standing there with the frying pan? The frying pan, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yes, I can. Oh, I actually have the box set of Married with Children at home. They oh. had it at Walmart for like nineteen ninety nine. It's like all six seasons. Oh yeah. It's like that's coming I actually home got with me. An Al Bundy figure a couple weeks ago. Really? Isn't the poke high football yeah. get he's, up? He's got a suit on and he's got it comes with a poke high trophy. Oh, okay. And a beer bottle. And <laughs> that's yes. pretty awesome. Yes, it is. I got yeah. that one and the Woody Harrelson one or uh not well, yeah. Woody Harrelson. The Woody Harrelson from Cheers. Oh uh, yeah. The Woody characters. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that was my time, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it's pretty cool. Everybody mm-hmm. should have an Al Bundy doll. Yeah, <laughs> at forty years old. <laughs> yep. All right, so we covered a lot of stuff in today's podcast. This has been very productive. Is this a two part or a one part? No, it's gonna be a one part. I mean, we'll, obviously, we'll talk about longevity. You know, later on, we'll bring Mark back in to talk to the machine a little bit yeah. and see what all he's been doing talk to about longevity increase his longevity. Yeah. <laughs> yep, but you know. Basically, everything we've talked about in prior podcasts, you know, drink responsibly, get plenty of sleep, and we'll have to do another uh, sleep podcast where I can talk about my sleep paralysis and all that fun stuff when anxiety meets caffeine and sleep depravity. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, think about when you smash your thumb with a hammer. It didn't feel good. You don't want to do that again. So why do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Along with that healthy diet, you know, whenever we talk about healthy diet, we talk about whole foods. You want to do the Mediterranean thing, the paleo thing, the keto thing, the high carb thing, the whatever you want to do. Whole foods, people. That is it. Whole foods. You do not need Arbonne or Shakeology supplements yeah. to lose weight. You need to and, control what you're eating. And looking at looking at things like, and it, it came, looking at imported goods be careful with the imported goods because are they really are they really the real deal like things that that uh originate in brazil um generally if it came if it originated in brazil it's really hard to get here so is it really from brazil or is it from china um Mm -hmm. or is it grown in a greenhouse down in florida yeah because that was (laughs) another part of that show was talking about um food piracy and talking about really? how yeah, okay, it was fantastic. Cause it was talking about like maca. Yeah. Um. They they take you to the the the. So hint. let's explain. Maca is a uh, 
powder. Usually thing. a powdered supplement. It's a mm-hmm. superfood. Has a, a ton of antioxidants yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, but the actual, we can't actually get it here mm-hmm. because of all the you know food laws and all those things. Really. A lot of times the stuff we get here is actually pirated by China and sent here, and it's so it's just they've they've replicated the the genetics created their own labeled it as this and sent it to us dude that kind of pisses me off because i bought something on amazon six months ago i've been throwing in my protein dude, i'm telling you you really need to watch this <laughs> I'm show gonna have to you're look just it. Okay. like oh my god yeah that's gonna be my next but they to take watch. you to they actually take you to the, the green the greenhouses where they actually grow maca or they and they take you to they, they take you to um uh, crap uh, it's like somewhere in it was in Europe, but they take you to where yeah. the world's all the world's potato seeds and DNA for the for the whole world is kept. So it's like Monsanto corn over there with potatoes. But it's actually the real potatoes. It's the DNA from potatoes from from a thousand years ago. Oh, okay. That they've kept. So that's where, like, they they even go into how if the world went into a famine, we would have potatoes because of these people in this. Oh, it's that's pretty awesome. wild. That's a pretty good yeah, idea. It's pretty cool. But no, so that brings up another point is try to eat fruits and vegetables in season. Yeah. You know, especially if you can find them at a local farmer's market. Yep. It's going to be a lot better than that stuff you find at Walmart. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I buy vegetables that are out of season at Walmart, but I know that they're covered in wax to look pretty on the shelf. I know yeah. that they're probably grown in a greenhouse somewhere yeah. and a undisclosed, undisclosed location. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate to tell you, but strawberries don't grow in the wintertime. No, unless and strawberries aren't can't be grown and then shipped across countries and still ripe. Now we so. did, we we actually like me when I worked on a farm years ago, strawberry farm. We actually did grow greenhouse strawberries in the wintertime, um, and we actually, uh, yeah, that was very productive. Actually, some of the I was best about strawberries to say how I ever expensive ate. were those strawberries? They were a little. Yeah, you have to sell them were, a little bit more expensive. There was a lot more work going into it. I'm about to say. Yeah, because every factor has to be controlled. You ain't betting on the soil. You're yeah. putting whatever soil you need in there. Yeah, that was one of those experiments that turned out really well. Yeah, I usually try to get my fresh fruits from Knob Creek. Yeah. Yep, out there past Toluca. Yeah, mm-hmm. ours was over in Roadhiss. Yeah. Out there past Icard, or between Icard and Rutherford College. <laughs> nice. One card, whatever. Yep. Um, what else is it? Uh, so drink responsibly. Um, eat mostly plant-based diet again nothing wrong lean meats plant-based not plant-only diets getting enough sleep you know if you want a siesta on Saturday go ahead and have a siesta yeah it's not gonna hurt anything you can be productive before and after instead of running 40% productivity throughout the day run 80% for half the day be careful at work sometimes yeah. you get rode up before they walk in your siesta you gotta hide pretty good yeah. unless you're me then you just crash out on the couch cut the light off yeah so I like my siestas occasionally. <clears throat> um, other than that, strong social ties. You know, like we talked about strong social ties. This is with friends. This yeah. is not everybody on Facebook hearing your dirty laundry. Yeah. So shut that down. Don't look at social media for social connections. Nope. Yeah. Look at that for concert tickets and yeah. videos of Funny cats. memes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I believe that is all for me. Oh, exercise regularly. Forgot about yeah, that part. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Work exercise into your daily life. And Try to bump that TDEE up. And we're not saying you have to bench press. We're saying exercise. No. Walking is exercise. Yep. Some of the best exercise is actually a moderate walk. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's for one of the best burning. exercises for knee and low back pain as well. Yeah. Just a twenty-minute walk at a moderate pace. So you can do that anytime. Yeah. You know sitting at your desk get up walk to the water cooler get yeah. some water yeah. knock out two goals at once wear a watch that reminds you to move like mine yeah mine beeps at me all the time and i'm like man i've worked out twice today i literally <laughs> i literally just finished running 15 miles seven <laughs> minutes ago shut up yeah. you, know, it's like, yeah. you told me a minute ago that my recovery was 52 hours yeah give me a break <laughs> 52 hours not 52 consecutive hours oh, uh. <laughs> yeah All right. You got anything else to add? I'm good. Nope. All right. Well, thank y'all very much. Um, As always, please leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. 
That way you get notified every time we put out a new episode. It'll just yeah. give you a little ding on the phone whenever we upload a new episode. And if you have any questions or want to hear our input on anything. Or any topics you want to hear us discuss. Yeah, any topics you want us to bring up. and Just uh, shoot us an email. I'll have the email on the um, front page. I've got it included into the uh, podcast description or whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so about, I know that's a roundabout way of saying that. <laughs> I got about. lost in thoughts. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Bye. Peace. Oh, bye.